Hey everybody, Superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 472 from July 21st, 1997, a Monday night show with guest Young MC. This episode begins right as the intro music is wrapping up, and it seems to be Young MC's only known appearance of the Adam and Drew Classic Love Line era. A 20-minute partial of this episode was recovered in 2009. This is the first complete version, once again thanks to the Kevin tapes, and now you're hearing it in full 17 years later. Adam starts the show asking Drew if he's into the rap scene, which elicits quite a funny response. Adam misspeaks and says the word Bible instead of bio, and comments on stumbling right out of the gate. And right off the bat, Young MC reveals the bad deal he and Tone Loke received for Tone's two hit radio singles. A strange booking for a strange era. It leads to a pretty interesting episode. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. 91, fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. I don't have around with him. Tonight, our guest is none other than uh, Young MC. Hello. Drew, you uh, into the rap scene? No. No. <laughs> Something uh, I didn't know when I was uh, reading your Bible. Uh, Bible. <laughs> yes, definitely. I, I wrote so much that they just decided to have a whole religion just follow me uh well, off to a shaky start already i should say uh bio was that uh, you wrote uh, wild thing and funky cold medina for yes. uh, tone wow. low yes uh, wow. two of my all-time uh, favorite wow. i guess you'd call them uh raps what, is that a rap song i guess so even though ironically um i believe k-rock here in town is the station that, that broke it is the, the first station to play Wild Thing, if I'm not mistaken, unless my memory truly fails me, I believe that this is the first station. Uh, producer Ann says true, and as a matter of fact, I think we have a uh, all Tone Loke weekend coming up, don't we, uh, Ann? No, we don't. Oh, okay, just check it. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you talk to Tone much? Um, I don't see him that much, but... but he should be kissing your ass. No, not, not really, I mean... But you made him a ton of money with that. You know what? With the label that we were signed for, we didn't make it. Oh. <laughs> we didn't make either one of us a ton of money. Oh, I can't believe that. I mean, uh, those two songs especially were just so damn huge. Well, it's, it's good. For me, I feel good. It's the right place, right time kind of thing, so I'm kind of pleased about that. All right, so the uh, latest effort is called uh, Return of the One-Hit Wonder. Yes. Young MC has a uh, sense of humor. I like yeah, that self-deprecating yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely. Coming out uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, actually. And yeah. uh, how would you describe this uh, latest effort? This latest effort, I think, from beginning to end, I think is the best record that I've made in terms of an entire piece. I've made albums before, obviously, to have big hits on them, but I didn't want to fall into the trap that people a lot of times do, where you buy an album and you only like one or two songs off that album. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that this is an album that you can listen to all the way through from beginning to end. Right. So, in terms of an entire work, from track one all the way to the end, it's the best, it's the best that I've made. Most continuous, you know. Alright, and let's, uh, we'll hear stuff off of, uh, uh, return of the One Hit Wonder uh, as the night wears on. Yes, we'll hear something uh, pretty soon off it. But um, I want to talk about you for a second. You were, okay. were you born? Were you born in England? I was born in England. Yes. Uh, because your dad was in the service? No, no. My parents parents are Jamaican, and that was a natural migration right. to move from uh, Jamaica to England. Then, and ironically, same environment, same climate, right, Drew? Yeah. I've not been to Europe, but I've been in Jamaica. You, you've heard. I've heard Jamaica, England, about the same thing, right? Oh, the plantations look about the same. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so they met, 
and um, had me and my sister there. And then we came to the States when I was like three years old. And I was raised there until uh, I was raised in New York until I was about 18 and then came out to L.A. to go to college and then uh, signed my recording deal while I was out here. And you went to SC? Yeah. And you were uh, economics? Uh-huh. I got an economics degree. And you couldn't make any more money out of that uh, Tone Loke deal? Hey, man, you know, if I had a law degree, <laughs> <laughs> if I had a law degree and a pistol, <laughs> then, uh, you know, we could be talking. All right, but you're, uh, you're not, uh, what do you think of all this? I know, you, it's like, all right, uh, every, I'm sure you get asked this question all the time. No, but you're, really you're, about I, I want to, you know, you're, you're not into this whole gangster uh, rap business mm, and no, uh, not, really. not into this uh, east coast west coast uh, business although your guy was on the east coast and came out to the west exactly coast. so it's really difficult i have this record on here called coast to coast and i'd say how can i describe which one is best i'd be schizophrenic you know it's really difficult for me to say which i like better because i was able to build a lot of what makes me young mc came from the east coast and a lot of what makes me young mc came from the west coast so it's really difficult for me to say which is best, and I can see the love that people have for each coast. So, did, did you uh, did did you fear for your life at all when all this stuff had come to a head about not, six months ago? Not really, because the media will have you think that it's rampant. Right. You know that you just well, just it's the, the whole L.A. riots mentality. Uh, well, you know? yeah, it's like it, if you're driving on the freeway, you're going to get shot or bit by a pit bull, exactly, or whatever the or uh, shot by a pit bull, whatever the uh, fear du jour, exactly, is uh, that the media's jumped fear, all over. Fear, yeah, fear of the month club. Now some uh, chameleon gay guy is going to come in your window and kill you at night. That's the uh, the latest. Exactly. One. Right. I'm scared to talk about the guy. I'm just going to be waiting for me out in the parking lot or something. Yeah. All right, uh, shoot Drew if you're listening. Looks good in a wig. <laughs> All right, uh, do we want to uh, hear something off of that, uh, producer Ann and engineer Mike? Okay. Or? Oh, the blue box. Ah, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Uh, Return of the One Hit Wonders, the name of uh, Young MC's uh, latest CD, which will be out tomorrow, by the way, kiddies. And uh, this one's called On and Poppin'. First single. It's On and Poppin' and On and popping and on and popping yes it's on and pop oh yes it's on and popping and on and popping and on and popping yes it's on and popping show me the money ain't no time to act funny i'ma pick up the mic and rhyme for you honey because the party got started 9 30 or so it's a quarter past 10 so i got to go Hello? All right. uh, on and poppin'. That was the name of that one yes. uh, from Return of the One Hit Wonder. Young MC is uh, here. What is poppin'? Uh, well, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a term actually that I picked up from uh, some of my homies, as it were. And every time they describe a good party or a good time or something like that, it's like, man, it was on and poppin', on and poppin'. And they would come back to me with that. And I said, oh, I should make a song out of that. 
and just went ahead and did so. Yeah, you know, uh, the uh, cool thing about uh, being an uh, artist like yourself is that uh, you can uh, coin a phrase. Yes. You can get the uh, funky cold Medina. Yes, and the waffing and the busted moves and things like right, that. Right, and then, then you got a bunch of, uh, you know, 13-year-olds talking about doing the wild thing, busting a move, and down in a few funky cold Medinas. Yeah, and then hopefully they'll be saying that things are on and popping now. And, you know, That's what it is. Yeah. I'm going to try to work that in. Uh, okay. Yeah, your words have just, uh, just taken it off like wildfire. Uh, yes. He has to coach me to use his words. I, I have a couple time. of words. Uh, and, uh, I, if you could work these in, yes. uh, Mr. Yeah. MC, yes, and I yes. appreciate it. I have replaced the word ridiculous right. with the word recoculous. Okay. Jeez, uh, what rhymes with recoculous? Uh, it's going to be tough, but I, I think mm -hmm. you could force it into a rap somewhere. Also, I think there's a bacteria. Oh, like I, I kinda, see, seen kinda cock, yeah, I've seen caucus. it. Yeah, sta staff something. I don't know. So I, I saw it on one of those dial commercials. Or what? Something. What is it? Staphylococcus. 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 Yeah. yeah. All right, you could rhyme that. Right. Maybe. For, right. Maybe, maybe for a uh, soap. You know what? The, the next single. The next single, definitely. I, I, that and uh, what are my other ones? I would like to. Uh, I would like to work in the uh, the phrase. Now uh, we know. We all know that women have a uh, hymen. But um, what I'd like to start uh, working into the um, the language of America is the the gay male has a behymen. That well, may be a little tougher to rhyme as well. No. But you could oh with rhyming. Yes, they're, they're, I, I could I could uh, find something. Uh, Mr. Epstein it, is, is truly impressed. <laughs> no, you that's the thing. I'm more an artist. I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, I'm more concerned with it making sense than rhyming things with it. Yeah, well, I understand. About that. We'll <laughs> see that. That's the thing. You know, it's coming from problem. Mr. Corolla. It's All right, I'll. So, so we have any sexual dysfunction yet, or uh, we're gonna? We go. We're getting to it. Julie, okay, just checking. Yeah. You're 24. Yeah. You're on with Young MC. Hi. Hi, Julie. Um. Well, my problem is I um been seeing this guy for three years and for the most part we're pretty happy but he's been really pushing for a threesome pretty much since we started dating um he had had one with two guys and a girl and he just thinks it'd be great to do it the other way i pretty much you know kind of said yeah yeah whatever i was pretty promiscuous just before we started dating and so in the beginning i was like oh maybe you know but what, what was all that promiscuity about Oh man, I did. I was I was a nut. I don't know what I was yeah. doing. What was the matter? Was did you tell him you were a nut? Yeah. He no. Was see, see, this is a uh, this is the greatest form of torture for a male. Uh, it's I, like I had sex with everybody. I was doing all the wild stuff, but not with you. Yeah, and yeah. the worst is uh, I've had sex on uh, twenty-seven first dates, but it's going to take six months for you to yeah, get in my yeah, pants. Exactly. Let's flip it around, guys. I mean, the fact is, she's telling you that she was I she was not well. She was in pain, and she's feeling better about herself. All that acting out made her feel worse, and she has some sense, at least some some glimmer of hope and health here, that if she were she to do something that she didn't feel right about again, it wouldn't make her feel good. Well, how long have you been with this guy, Joe? Three years, she said. Oh, I can't stand when a guest listens. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm li no, I actually. You it's going to be a long night. No, <laughs> you're, you're very. No, you're an intelligent guy, and you listen. My problem is, is I could care less, and I don't listen. I'm not that smart. No, well, well, I, I think and you're showing him up. He's saying right. Thank you. No, what I what it, it's hard. If the, if the guy really cares about her, mm -hmm. if the guy really cares, he wouldn't about do this. He shouldn't make. He That's should make right. such an issue about it. That's Although. You know, the the one thing I will say is that he set a bad precedent by having, you know, if, if it was two guys and one girl, um, how can I put it? Even even though I haven't done this stuff myself, I think it puts you at a disadvantage from the male standpoint a little bit. It's like, I think the guy's fantasy is always... That's what he wants to do now is the two yeah, girls. Yeah, two girls and one guy, you know, but... Right, uh, depending... 
Well, depending on what your proclivity is. I mean, obviously, if you're bi or you're uh, even gay, uh, two guys and a girl would be fine. But I'm guessing uh, you're thinking like a straight guy. I'm thinking like a straight exactly. guy. Uh, Drew's thinking uh, like I'm thinking. And we're thinking two girls and you is uh, the best way to do one of these threesomes. And it will, yeah, and but it will, the, but it will harm you, Julie. Don't do it. So exactly. He has a little score to settle. but. Well. And, and and I would assume that, that you don't have bisexual tendencies. No, no. no See, that's no. the thing. She, she's one of the few women, especially from L.A., that, that, that don't have, because I know all the women I run into are bisexual. i gotta buy it, it I got to buy them stuff before they get sexual. At least, uh... <laughs> no, go ahead. Where's that? <laughs> well, I almost... I, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be in Vegas next week. Uh... I, I think it's a it's a matter of this. Whenever you try to talk uh, a woman into doing something she doesn't want to do, That's a, and yeah. she does it, she ends up resenting you of course. for it. So you may get away with it uh, for an evening, but it's going to haunt you for years to Ex come. Yeah, because you know, if you wanted to cook you a meal or you sleep in the bed next to her, there's something like that. She'll right. find a way to get back at well, you. Also, Absolutely. Look, women the, remember. The kinds of feelings that come out of that sort of an encounter are totally unpredictable. And somebody may en end up attached to or attracted to or involved with somebody else, uh, and you don't anticipate that necessarily. Exactly. Isaac. Hi. You're 17. You're on with Young MC. Oh, hi. Hi, Isaac. Oh, I was just thinking, all these people call up about their relationships, about how they have all these problems, and I think that's a very messed up generation. Like, I don't know. I think people should be able to call up and say all the good relationships they've had in their lives. And, and you must have had a ton at 17. No, not really. Okay, just checking. Have you had any good relationships, Isaac? Well, I've... No, I've tried, but I don't know. Yeah, but let me tell you what this show is, Isaac. Okay. Reality. It, it, well, <laughs> reality. We, we want the effed up people calling. No, no uh, wait a minute. No. That's reality. There people well, do listen, you don't, you don't bring your car over to the mechanic and say, hey, everything's running great. Just thought I'd come by and let you kick the tire. Now, uh, oh, you could keep it for a couple of days. I'll pick it up. Don't touch it. It's running fine. I mean, this is what this show is. Ah, uh, I just misunderstood. Okay, Isaac. Uh, I want you to drift deeper in your own world, okay? Okay, bye-bye. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, all right, screeners, please. <laughs> no uh, no uh, pre-predestined sociopaths. Oh, wow. Isaac was, uh, Isaac was a scary guy. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Renee. Renee. Yes, Thank hi. you. You're 26. Yes, I sure am. Um, I have a question for Dr. Drew. Yes, ma'am. Um, I have a six-year-old son. Mm -hmm. He is pulling his hair out. Um, he's bald on the top. He has no eyelashes and eyebrows. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. and um, has, he, been, has he been okay otherwise? Um, yes. For a couple weeks, he went through a tough period where he had mood changes and was uh, defiant. Um, he's wonderful, but um, I do notice that he's very sensitive, and I thought, well, could there possibly be something that is causing him to pull out his hair? And could there... Have you uh, taken him to the doctor yet? Um, I have taken him to our family physician. Yeah. Um, she recommends a psychiatrist. Good. But okay. um, I don't know if I want that option, because do I, what if he needs medication? I'm kind of worried about the medication that he might have to take, if any. Uh, well, if he has to take medication, he has to take medication. He that's yeah. to make him better. When he's right. done with his hair, yeah. he's going after you. I mean, the eyelashes don't come back. Right. I mean, this is they don't? No, this is Oh, my grandma statement. paints them on, though. <laughs> uh, that's eyebrows. Do you, do you? Oh, it is. 
Yeah. And I, I'm the eyelashes don't come back? Not typically. They, I, they I heard, I heard of something like this before. I'm wondering, could it be um, possible OCD? Well, all your t the, the, the symptom is called trichotillomania. Trichotillomania. And that just means pulling hair out. And that's, okay. That's a, it's a, I mean, I really would urge you to have an, a, a neuropsychiatric evaluation to see if, make sure there's not something neurologic behind this, make sure that he's medically okay. Okay. And then if indeed this is purely a psychiatric issue, this is a, a, of a serious proportion. Okay. I mean, other than that, he's he's normally happy. He's a brother and sister. I mean, he's doing. Has he, good. Has he witnessed any trauma or anything? Is he? Uh... No, he did complain of headaches. Yeah. See, I think he needs a neuro. Yeah, yeah, I it... really think neurologically he should be looked at very, very carefully. Okay. Uh, because he, he could have a tumor or something. Well, not, you look. It could be lots of different. I don't want to scare you. <laughs> <or anything, laughs> no. but... it's like, it's we've like... actually we've looked into that because there is cancer in the family. So yeah. I we have looked into that. I just that. think this it, it sounds so out of character, and it, look. Um, you know, when people develop bizarre behaviors, it usually makes sense that there's some kind of trauma or some sort of uh, emotional issue. When it happens out of nowhere, you've got to look medically. Uh, yeah. It's amazing how frequently psychiatric symptoms are medically based. So uh, get it thoroughly evaluated. And, uh, and a good psychiatrist, by the way, would ask for that. All right, let Mr. Young I'm say sorry. No, no, I didn't. No, see, I was being very good there. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm yes. extremely childish, so I let you answer the question because I was, you know, was going to ask her if she played a lot of, like, Yoko or Ace of Base in the house and if the child pulled his hair out while she was playing her right, music. The, the kid has a golf ball-sized tumor well, in his head, and you're oh, making, you're no, making no, pop music jokes. No, I'm just, no, I was just trying to find out. I was trying to thing. work up a cosmetology uh, joke <laughs> myself. Uh, you know, I was, being, right. I was being very good because, you know... You well, this... Guys, at least let me finish. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah no, no, definitely, no, definitely, definitely. Ian. Uh, yeah. You're uh, 16. Yeah. And you're on with the incredibly polite young MC. <laughs> yes. Hi guys. Uh, Hi. I I've been going out with my girlfriend for about eight months, and uh, recently she's been accusing me of seeing other women and sleeping with other women, and uh, this isn't this is totally untrue. I told her that, but uh, she still doesn't believe me, and she's saying unless I tell her the absolute real truth, then she'll leave me. And I want to know how I can convey to her that I'm telling the truth because I really am here. Well, first thing, how old is she? Oh, she's 16 too. And how long have you been going out? Eight months. Oh, Jesus Christ. What, um, that I'm listening? Oh, I know, this is horrible. Uh, shut his mic off, Engineer Mike. This, uh, <laughs> this, is, too, this is humiliating. <laughs> uh, I better start learning how to rap uh, right now. Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine me trying to rap? Be a great listener. No, I'm, uh, no maybe he wasn't so great after all. All right. Drew, and thankfully, Drew doesn't listen at all. I, I, listen, I, I, I catch about a, a quarter of what goes on on this all air. Right. Drew only catches 10%. Right. Let, me, let me ask you a question. Does does she have a lot of friends that that like pester her? Oh, uh, well, she uh, we haven't been in school, you know. She hasn't been talking with her friends a lot, but I don't know where she would have gotten anything that I was. Uh, well, that's the thing; it, ha it has to come from somewhere. Now, yeah. if she's if she's not talking to her friends, that means that she's just insecure. You know, she's kind of insecure about it. Did, does she ever communicate to you things about herself that she's insecure about? Yeah, she she just kind of she's acting kind of uh, odd. She just. She she totally believes that I'm, I'm. Have other guys done this to her? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Well then. So uh, it's more that if you're not doing it uh, to her, she's got to create you into doing it. She's got to make you do it. I mean, was she abused when she was a kid? Uh, I, she told me that she had some with a neighbor. Half. Okay. So she either has to be abused or sabotaged. She's in that mode. Yeah. It is. It's the drama mode. Which is, I cannot take a relationship where there's nothing going on. Well, exactly. or, or there's intimacy. 
God forbid. I mean, you got to distance yourself from the real feelings. Right. All right. So let me just put this in a nutshell. Uh, her her creepy neighbor got hold of her at a young age, and then went right back next door when he was done. Trauma. Uh, that's where he lived. Yeah. Traumatized her uh, physically. Uh, she sexually or trauma. sexually. Uh, I'm guessing. Uh, she found it difficult to create intimacy with guys, and now that she finds a guy that she likes, uh, she finds herself getting intimate with a the guy. They're drawing up all sorts of feelings that she can't handle, so she's creating this in order to uh, make a rift in the relationship. Well, right. how, can, how can I keep the relationship? Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you're, uh, you're going to want to. Yeah, it could be I mean, crazy. because she could be some years and some, uh, some, some time off away from uh, being we someone really, who's capable. We really love each other, I mean. Uh, well, then. I don't, well, I'm not sure how deep that love is if she can't even trust you and when you know that you're telling the truth. Good point. You know? I guess. All right, here's the situation, though, Ian. And uh, this advice, advice goes out to all who are in relationships. Uh, stop wasting so much time arguing over whatever it is you think you're arguing over and get to the real point. The real point is uh, she was physically abused or molested, uh, that she's horribly insecure, that she picked a guy in her last relationship that fooled around on her, and she's now taking all that horrible energy and dumping it on you. So you could tell her until you're blue in the face, uh, listen, baby, I'm committed to you. I never cheated on you. Uh, I'll never stray, and it's never going to be enough. Start arguing over the real issue, which is why she has to bring this chaos to the relationship and stop talking about whether you cheated or not, because that's a moot point. You didn't. Uh, I don't know how many different ways you can say that. You were not every man, despite what you symbolized to her. Right. Well, that's very good, Drew. All right, Drew, uh, before you leave, I, I hate to stop you. <laughs> Drew, I, I'd like to do that. I'd like to just... Uh, yeah, just get up and just... Just make a, make a comment uh, like, um, <clears throat> uh, e pluribus rectum, and then get up and just uh, leave to some fanfare. Uh, Drew, yeah, we're not going to commercial yet. All right, this is Laura. All, All right, right you thank you. She hates her mom for letting her dad sexually abuse her at age six. All right, and more Young MC after this. MeUndies.com. Love these guys. Wearing them right now. Well, not the guys, but the product. MeUndies.com. Underwear gets old fast. Skip the old saggy underpants. You don't need that. MeUndies.com. It is the most comfortable underwear you will ever wear. It just is. I don't know what they do. Great for working out, too. Man, it's good for working out. Two times softer than cotton. Fit perfectly. Don't ride up. Pulls moisture away. So we stay nice and cool downstairs. I wear them every day. And I can't go back to the conventional weird cotton stuff. Just feels like you're wearing shorts under your pants now. Go to MeUndies.com forward slash Adam. You get 20% off your first order and free shipping. So go big. And you can save even more when you buy a pack. You will not be disappointed in this product. It is simply awesome. They guarantee you're going to be happy or your first pair is free. That's MeUndies.com forward slash Adam for 20% off. Brand new this week at PodcastOne.com, P.O.'d with Dennis Miller and Adam Carolla. Awesome! The king of all podcasts, Adam Carolla, joins forces with iconoclastic comic legend Dennis Miller. If you're asking me whose voice most closely mirrors what's in my head, it's this cat. Great guests, great topics, and new listeners always welcome. 
So get PO'd now. I mean, download the show now. Always available 24-7 at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Hi, this is Rodney Dangerfield. I'll tell you, the guys here at Loveline are the greatest. They're the best, the best in the whole world. Now, will you please untie me? Yes, we will. Phone number 1-800-L-O-V-E-191. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. Tonight, our guest is Young MC. Tomorrow Hello. night, we have uh, John Legazamo and then uh, Lamont Bentley from Moesha will be in here. Next week, uh, Kristen Johnson from uh, Third Rock from the Sun, which I personally wrangled to get on the show. Cool. Nor Dunn, you know, from uh, Saturday Night Live. And then uh, Rick Ocasek will uh, be in here at the uh, toward the end of the week. I here. I will be away that. next week. Oh, you will? The entire week. Well, you're missing uh, Nora, Rick, yeah, and Yeah, appreciate uh, it for uh, scheduling all those interesting guests. I just, uh, I, so I, you can have another doctor or it's going to just be a free-for-all? <laughs> we're going to get a no. porn star in here and turn it into an orgy. Oh, that would uh, be cool. Now, we're getting, uh, who's going to come in? When you're, Bruce uh, and John, I think. When you're, Dr. John will be in here and then uh, Bruce will be in here. John oh, is, Dr. John must be? No, no, not the, such a night. Not that. Well, it's been the right place. Well, it's been the wrong time. time. That's a great song. That is a wonderful song. I've been running by the Yeah. I remember that. All right. Young MC's here from England to New York to the fabulous USC on to then Bust a Move came out. You were saying right when you graduated. Yeah with your uh, economics degree, mm -hmm. and uh, then it's uh, been nothing but uh, cash and chicks since then. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's <laughs> why I'm hanging in here with you two guys tonight. <laughs> 10 o'clock at night, I'm here talking to people. <laughs> talking to people that have sex. Uh, and uh, Return of the One Hit Wonders, the name of uh, Young MC's latest effort, and it comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow. And I hear you're going to be up at uh, City Walk here at uh, Universal City tomorrow. Yes. City Walk out yeah. here in L.A. They're doing all kinds of performances up there yeah, uh, these days. The monkeys are. were there, I think, uh, last week. What are they? Uh, where do you perform there? In front they, of the theater? The, actually, no. It's out in the um, in the courtyard where the fountains are. Right. They just block that place off and throw up a stage and put wow. speakers out and just let you go at it. And I heard they bump there too. They let you play pretty loud. It's not like a like car stereo. They let you really go. And uh, how long? Uh, how many songs you do? Oh, gosh. Between 8 and 10, I think. How long does that take? Uh, a little over half an hour. Oh, so you don't play a real long show. No. Are you, uh, but you're saying you're going to be doing a lot of like TV and radio and stuff like that. Are yeah. you going to get out and uh, play uh, other some, than the City Walk stuff? Some, yeah, somewhat, but I'm, I'm more interested in, uh, you know, just interviews and, and, and just letting the record get out and saturate. Because to me, I, I think the worst thing from an artist standpoint is getting out there and doing a whole bunch of material that people don't know. Right. If you, at least you can get, if you're two singles deep into a record and you go and start touring, then it's cool because, you know, the old stuff you have and a couple of the new songs they will know, and then you introduce them to the rest and they're more receptive. Did you tour a lot to support uh, your oh, other yeah. album? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the first on Bust the Move, oh, God, it was like, I had to get my tonsils pulled out when I was done. Oh, really? Seriously? Yeah. yeah seriously. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It would, well, you know, you have a manager that books you in, uh, in, in the coldest parts of Canada and, oh. and, and then brings you back into Arizona <laughs> like the next week. <laughs> and you wonder, it's like, Mississauga to Phoenix, you know, that's the flight. And then you want to say, Marvin, why do you keep coughing up blood? Oh, no. You know, that kind of thing. So, uh, Are they uh, big into uh, Bust a Move in Canada? Oh, yeah. I went, I went to gold, if not platinum. I, th I think, was it a platinum record? Might uh, have been a platinum record in Canada. Let's call it platinum. I'm not, I'm not exact, because it doesn't have to be as much. I think 100,000 is platinum there. Right. 
And uh, you have to sell, I think it's uh, 99 and a moose you have to sell there to go platinum. But uh, what about uh, You're a rapper, Asia, eh? Asia and uh, <laughs> Europe and uh, the, uh, where, where are you uh, received the best? Um, I'm received the best by a drunk woman. No. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, you know, you, you get received, I, I'm received well a lot of places. It's really difficult to tell. It's not like you can sit there and say, oh, well, you sold so much at a certain territory. And, you know, it was a long, drawn-out process in terms of... Well, what about, like, have you ever played Japan? No, I've never played Japan, but I know I can if I, you know, it, w when, when the time comes, I know that I can. I have ways to get over there and play. I just never got to it because I, I toured the country. I toured this country, like, three times. Then I toured Canada twice. Um, went over to Europe, did some stuff in the Caribbean, Australia, uh -huh. you know. Oh. It's a lot, of, a lot of running around. We're like, well, we went to an auto parts store in Van Nuys and yeah. uh, signed a headshot. There you go. <laughs> I got to get out of this radio. I got to find I, I got to get into this rapping, Drew. Okay. Laura. You're, you're natural. 15. Huh? Laura. Hi, Laura. Good, good music. Yeah, yeah. Sweet soul music. Yeah, yeah. Laura. Laura. What is oh, that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a great yeah. song. Oh, yeah. What yeah. is that? Bump, bum, 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 it's so bizarre. All right, well, let's imagine around in the desert somewhere with a AM radio playing and a convertible car. We'll just keep okay. her on uh, hold and figure it out. Okay. Uh, Jay, you're 26 and on with Young MC. How you doing? Good. Good. I got a question. Okay, what it is? Me and my girl, we practice oral sex. I love doing oral sex to her. She loves doing it to me. The thing is, she wants to get into this me pleasing her orally with her rectum. And mm -hmm. I'm just not with that. Yeah. Well, what color are you, Jay? It's what, what? 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 What does What does that uh, have uh, to do with anything? Because yeah. the black guys don't like going down on women. That's no, uh, he's already I, doing I, it. I practice oral sex, and I love doing it to her. I'm just saying that we may have found an anomaly here. Well, I'm a black man. All right. All right. All right. So you're busting that stereotype. That's good. And now I could have busted, busted that stereotype when I, I walked in the door. You, you like that? Huh? You like going down on a woman? I'm not going to, you know, I mean. Yummy, yummy. You, well, you know what? Put it like this. If you're going to go downtown, make sure she keep the streets clean, you'll be straight. That's the way I look at it. That's okay, because uh, when I. Huh? argument. So, then, I'm clean down there, so you should be able to do whatever. Yeah, it, well, she says, well, if, if I'm clean enough for you to do that. I should be clean enough for you to do the other one. Oh, boy. She is a clean person. It's just that I just can't get past it. All right, I, explain, I, 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 uh, explain to her that uh, I don't want to get too graphic or too foul here, but that that's, uh, that's poop... That's my point. I'm trying to it, find it, a it, it, way it, to Well, explain that uh, poop does not come out of the vagina. But <laughs> that could be the name of your next rap song, by the way. <laughs> It really doesn't, and I'm I'm sorry for uh, the uh, misconception that black guys don't like going down on no, you know women. It, it's, but it's, when I used to play football, all the black guys would say, "I don't eat nothing that gets up and walks away when I'm done." And well, uh, I mean, I used to be like that, you know. It, see, once a month, piss all day, now. Yeah, exactly. I hear you. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there you go. All right, listen. Don't do anything you don't want to do unless you think you can get her to do something that she doesn't want to do. Yeah, but I don't. You're not jumping up and down for her to do that to you, right? 
No, I, I, no, but there may be I'm something else. Be up there with my legs up in the air, and her licking my ass. Right. Fair enough. That yeah, you just painted a real nice picture for <laughs> all of just, us. I hear you, bro. No, I hear you. I hear you. Now, nah, well, you know what? I, I was just want to find a tactful way to tell her this. And just, I thought maybe you guys can help me. Well, just that you're not comfortable with it. Come, you know, m you know, maybe at some point, although you doubt it, but maybe at some point you might ease into it or something like that. But in terms of the prospect of it right now, you're not comfortable with it, not only with her, but not with anyone. It's just not something that you really cross, you know. Yeah, I'm not into the tongue and the in the butt. Yeah. To me, that's one of those prove you love me, baby things. Ex exactly. <laughs> you don't, it's like, it's like damn, baby, can I buy you a chain? Yeah. Can I get you a ring or something? Get a tennis bracelet why, or something? Why? Yeah. I already got her that. All right, hey Jay. Yeah. Uh, a couple of couple of things. Is there anything? Because I believe my approach to sex is you do something that uh, despise that you despise that humiliates you for ten minutes, and then they do something that they despise for ten minutes on you. Is there anything you want from her that she doesn't want to do? It's not much she won't do for me. I mean, she, I, she offered to do that for me right. in return for me to I do that. I understand. I guess when you're getting your uh, bung lick, there's not a whole lot that you well, want I to mean, do. Well, I mean, yeah, you can't go much beyond that, except, yeah, yeah all right, honey, I'm going to kill myself, and I want you to do something to the cops when I'm done. You know, <laughs> that, I mean, that's, you know, there's not much beyond, beyond what's there. I would just say that you're not comfortable with it. Right. That would be the thing. Okay. Okay. And uh, there's a. Uh, tell him. Uh, I'll tell you what, Drew. Uh, give Jay a quick medical reason why that is not sound. It, the oral fecal right. route and oral, something oral like that. Go ahead. Oral fecal contamination can is is a common route for the transmission of many diseases. Give Give him one good one that he can write down. Nausea. Uh, <laughs> let's think of a good one for him. Uh, just spit out one. Typhoid. Typhoid. All right, Jay, do you understand? You called in Loveline, and Drew said you Salmonella. can catch salmonella and typhoid if, uh, if, if you put your tongue anywhere near her bunk. I get typhoid and salmonella licking your booty. That's right. <laughs> You'd love to, but uh, Drew said no. Yeah, yeah those, two, those two and the cooties. Right. John. Yeah, this is John. Hey, you're 21. Uh, you're on with a young MC, and uh, oh man, we're late for a break already. Hey, young, love your stuff, man. Try, try and watch that. He's um, a very zealous fan. Um, th that's good. You, you have any sexual problems? Uh, no, I'm pretty sexually straight. Well, you know, actually, I, uh, I do masturbate like four times a day, but I don't think that's a problem, is it? Two, well, two young MC. No, oh, uh, I, you know. Just I, I tried that. I mean, it was all right. Oh God, thank you. Do you? Uh, are you gonna get the new uh, CD, Return of the One Hit Wonder? Yeah, I'm waiting to get it. Where Where'd you guys shoot that video? Where we? Sh where the club? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Where was it? It was really cool. Looking. It was Billboard Live. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, we shot it. We shot it up there. Why were you on the crew? No, no, I liked the video. It was really cool. I saw it. I saw it. I just wanted to know what was that. Where'd you see that? I saw it on uh, MTV Rap. Cool, cool. Thank you. Um. Well, at least he's getting laid. Are, you're getting laid, aren't you? Yeah, we're going to break. I Damn. got rid of him. I, no, no, he's a fan of yours. No, you but, that, but, no but that's that's good. I mean, that means I mean, if he's actually get, if he's getting women, that means that my music is actually serving a purpose. Right. You know, more so, right. Than, you know, you're, 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 it has uh, become a, a, a route for uh, the spreading of venereal disease. Not route for, oh, oh, so, so, all right, he's safe. He's masturbating four times a day. He's safe. I'm uh, teaching him responsibility. Yes, that's what I like. There we go. Okay, yeah. so I should be happy. Whoever's doing the linens is pissed, but, uh, but uh, he's safe and you're selling product. There and you go. we'll be back with Young MC right after this.
Hey, Loveline listeners, you get to bathe in her wisdom every week on this show. But did you know that you could soak up even more of her magic in her very own podcast every week? Yes! Topics include waiting for sex, orgasms, hand jobs, and a few others. Sex with Emily. Now that sounds like a good idea, doesn't it? What kind of psychosis is that? Listening to the podcast, I mean. Yeah, that. I'm okay with that because I'm open. Go to podcastone.com now and get in line. Woo! Oh, so good! That's podcastone.com. You're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Nobody moves, nobody gets hurt. It's about time to have uh, Ice-T back on the show as, yeah. uh, as well. I haven't seen him in uh, the TV shows last time we saw him, or was it yeah, the radio TV. show? That was the same week we had on both. both that week. Uh, yeah, he lit up the TV show, you and he. Oh, we had a good time. Oh, uh, Young MC is yes. uh, here tonight. Return of the One Hit Wonders, the name of... Uh, is this the fourth CD? Yeah, this is my fourth album. And... Uh, that uh, is coming out tomorrow. tomorrow. That would be the, uh, what is tomorrow? 22nd, Tuesday. Tomorrow. And uh, where do you see, uh, I don't know, these are trite questions, but where do you see yourself uh, down the road? Do you want to go out, do you like getting out and playing, or would you rather I, produce you and know write? What? I mean, for the time being, for the, for the near future, I'd like to go out and play and support this album and maybe one or two more, something like that. But I think when I'm older, I want to write more, I want to produce more. Um, you know, I think that's, in terms of longevity, it's, for me, it would be better for me five, ten years down the line to be writing and producing different types of music. And we were uh, we were talking at the beginning of the show that uh, Young MC wrote uh, Funky Cold Medina and Wild Thing, uh, two uh, huge Tone Loke hits. Why'd you give those to Tone Loke? No, I mean, I, mean, I, was, I, was, I was asked to write those, and quite frankly, I couldn't have pulled those off as well as he did, so I don't, people always ask, why don't you keep them, why don't you keep them, but his voice and his style and his delivery and his whole persona is you know what made that made those songs who uh who asked you to write i mean not the record who, label so uh were you guys on the same label yeah and uh they said we got this guy and he needs uh no well, no i knew loke we we had done some other stuff locally here on on k-day was, was the station i was playing it and it was more you know just straight up and down rap stuff and they said they wanted to be be more commercial with what uh they, they wanted to go for a bigger audience and try and cross some stuff over. And I, you know, that's a gift I have is to write stuff like that. So they came to me and asked if I would do some stuff. And I said yes. And that, that's about it. Oh, it. It was not like, it, you know, I wrote Wild Thing in like 35 minutes. Oh. And, and like there's four verses in a song and three of those verses they kept from originally from what I did. Funky Comedina took an hour. And it's the same thing, about three out of four verses. What is know? the fun? I, I know what the Funky Comedina is, but how... I Funky no, no, no! I didn't. I didn't. They came. They came oh, to they me. They came up with they that. Came, but it, it was a bunch of different concepts, and then and then we just kind of whittled it down, and you know, and that kinda, is incredible. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's cool. It's it's hard though because you look back on that, and it's like, <laughs> it, you can only be new once. You know, you can right. only do 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 certain things the first time, one time. You know, so I'm just trying to break whatever new ground I can and keep my career going and establish things, and you know, just just. Uh, Keep being young MC, I guess. Did you, uh, do you need the money? Mm, not somewhat, but, but it's not like I'll starve, but there's things that I want to do and things I want to do with my career and be able to communicate more with people with the music that if I was able to have a big album 
and profit from that that I could turn around and write for more people and produce for more people along with doing stuff myself. I mean, there's, there's definitely big ideas that I have beyond just being an artist. So. Do you want to uh, branch out into all forms of music? Yes. Uh, yes. Rock, whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Except maybe country. <laughs> hey, don't don't knock it. Come I'm on. not knocking it. I'm just you know. No, I, I'm with you on that. I'm yeah. with you on country. Uh, Scott, 23. You're on with Young MC. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks. Uh, Marvin, love your work. It's great. Thanks, man. Um, pretty long story, so I'll cut to chase. I've uh, been with one woman for the last five years. Wow. And recently, we were going to move in together this next fall, and I backed out of it and. And pretty much thinking about backing out of the relationship as well. Because, but okay. the catch is... is there Hold on, I'm just trying to keep my string alive here. Uh, how long have you been together with this woman? Five years. Oh. Marvin, come on. No, no, That's no, where I... you're supposed to come in. <laughs> He's right. telling a story. I'm trying to be polite. All right, what's the deal? Okay, and um, the catch is there's nothing wrong with the relationship. I mean, we love each other and all that, but it's just kind of getting stale. And well, there's something wrong with it because you're not into it. Well, yeah. Alright, that's what's wrong with it. Was she your first? No. What, what, no, but she's your first, like, obviously, she's your first five-year relationship. Was there, was, do you have a lot to compare it to? Not really, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, you've yeah. been with her since you were 18. I mean, you, right. you, it's not uncommon for a guy to want to uh, go out and explore a little bit. Right. Yeah, that'd be normal. Um, but I honestly think I could end up marrying her eventually. And, well, this is the risk you have to take. That is the risk you have to take. On the this other hand, you could uh, marry her and stray. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I don't think that's fair. That, that is not fair. fair. No, no, it's not I'd fair. much rather you take the risk than uh, disrupt a family. Right. And, and, and believe me, uh, you know, there's this uh, popular myth that, uh, well, there's one person out there, and maybe you're already dating that one person, and then if you dump her, then you're going to have to just go the rest of your life chasing other people that aren't right for you because mm -hmm. you had the one right person. It's not that way. It's, uh, it's more like uh, what cars are to people. Uh, sure, you loved your first car, uh, but now uh, things are different and you need this uh, out of a vehicle or that out of a vehicle or this one leaks uh, <laughs> oil on the driveway. Right. Uh, you, let, you know, you can let your buddies borrow it once in a while. Why don't you hop inside my car? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's it's a great describing song. Describing his woman as yeah, a vehicle. You guys no. are old. I'm your God. vehicle, baby. Yeah. All right. What I'm saying is, is this: it is not one woman uh, that was uh, born out there for you specifically. Right. There may be many women uh, over the course of your life that you feel this way about. It's really, uh, I think, relationships are more about you being in the right place when you meet the woman, not the woman being right. Yes. Exactly. I, I one thing. I feel bad is that he has a relationship this long and this deep at such a young age that yes. he didn't have a lot of stuff to yes. build up and compare it to because Absolutely. now he's thinking that there's something great out there and I guarantee you the grass is always greener. Exactly. You know, and you, right. you, you go out there and you find a woman you think th you think that she is better than the woman that you have right now and she won't be. And then there'll be many a night when you lay with this new woman or you d go out on a date or whatever right. and she will not have the qualities that the girl you have now has. But there's no way to know, you know, but right. he needs to go out and be Scott, the single male. He really does. I mean, men have to go out and figure out who they are by themselves. Uh, right. right now, you've been clinging to a relationship for five years, and uh, your, your development into an adult occurred within the context of a relationship, and uh, you're wondering who you are now. Uh, but let's just go around the uh, room here and figure out, uh, is there anybody we, any of us were with at any time in our life from uh, 16 on until now that we regret 
not staying with? For me, the answer is no. No. I, I think every relationship I've ever had ran its course, and uh, uh, God bless you and good riddance. Yeah, you know what, to an extent, but one thing I will say, us being all intelligent men in this room, is that um, you will try your best to justify it and make logic out of the reason. Oh, she was a bitch. Oh, it was this. It wouldn't have worked out. She was too demanding, blah, blah, blah. You make, you make whatever justifications you can for the reasons that you're not with this person. So even though I'll say no, that there's not somebody that I know that I would want to spend the rest of my life with, there may have been people that were pretty close to it and that I was so picky and so, you know, right. whatever. That's, that's what oh, I'm no. saying. Yeah. If you were in the right state, uh, you yeah. could have you could have done it, right. but you were uh, 23. You're full of piss and vinegar. Mm -hmm. uh, you just got a record contract. Whatever it was, right. whatever was going on with you right then, it couldn't have happened. There's plenty of women I could have been with, but uh, if you would have got me before the age of 30, uh, I was a mess. I mean, I was incapable of yeah, carrying well, on a relationship. Much more important for a male is not so much who they're with as where more it is where they are in their life. That's true. All right. right. And, and ladies understand that, too, when there's some 22-year-old guy you're trying to get to marry you. Well, yeah, uh, and, and it, it just won't happen. I mean... It, I know for me, I was in a position where I could have gotten married and I would have been able to take care of things. I thought I was responsible financially, all that other stuff, but I just wasn't, you know, just wasn't there. And also I had the added thing of worrying about if people were interested in me for me or they were interested because they saw the video on MTV right. or whatever. And I wouldn't care, by the way. Huh? I well, don't care. Well, that, I wish I had met you when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not talking. No, I'm talking about me. You, uh, please. I'm not trying yes. to date you. Yeah. Someone, you know. <laughs> anyway, next call. Hey, April. Yeah. You're 14. Hey, um, I was just wondering, is it more dangerous laying out in the, in the sun or just being in a tanning bed? Probably more dangerous laying out in the sun, but they, are both, they both have their risks. Are there other things you Well, can uh, the sun, uh, when laying out at the beach, uh, you have a higher likelihood of uh, dangers from the uh, sun's rays. And in a tanning bed, you have higher uh, likelihood of getting crabs. Okay. So uh, it sort of balances out, doesn't it, Drew? The uh, uh, facts from the light aren't as dangerous as they are uh, from the sun's yeah, radiation, yeah, is it? Uh, almost. You see, it, it is. Some people believe it might be a little riskier, but it probably is a slightly less. I thought they say though we have like yeah, this UVA, UVA, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it still look. Sun, dis the, the UV energy disrupts the elastic fibers just beneath the skin, and that's what causes wrinkling. Once the elastin is gone, it is gone. You get wrinkles. And then in terms of the risk of um, skin cancers, basal cell cancer, squamous cancers, melanomas, uh, it's, it's probably not substantially less from a tanning booth. By the way, you see the black guy is not talking. <laughs> no. Well, we get some sort of like, uh, you know, hair relaxer commercial no, no, it's, it's question or something. We'll, we'll turn to you. But Thank we know you. we know the damaging effects of oh, yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah, sun's definitely. rays. And uh, I can tell you that when you see a woman, I, I know everyone, uh, every woman who's 15, 16 years old could give a rat's hiney. The prom's coming up and I'm going to get a tan. But when you see women, even even as young as uh, 28, 29, 30 uh, white women, who've been out in the sun for a uh, for uh, longer than they should in their teens and early 20s uh, you can see it yep, i mean yeah. even at 30 they're starting they're oh, starting yeah. to show even the at 20 yeah it's starting to starting to look like saddlebags so uh, elephant thing happening definitely yeah so ladies uh, please take note and uh, better you should go for that uh, Kate Moss heroin addict look than that uh, tan sultry uh, nubian look uh, okay well, unless you're a black woman, that's fine. No, no, I mean, no, no, so the Kate Moss thing is just... Uh, I don't like it either, no. but uh, in terms it's of... like, uh, eat a sandwich. And you know, just, you're scared you're going to have sex with it and just break her. Crack, what was that? Oh, my pelvis. You know, it's like... Uh, well, wouldn't you be flattered? 
No. Okay. Oh, when we come back, we'll get into a young MC's penis. Uh, that's yeah, that's the thing. I, I'll tell my theory about why the black man's penis only appears larger than the white man's. What, shadowing? Bernie, the world's fastest drummer from Loveline. Too, too, too high. When I'm not drumming, up a storm. <laughs> what was the rest of it? Loveline will be right back. If it's not, sue me or something. When you're ready to buy a car, you got to go True Car because True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Everyday True Car users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. Dr. Drew? First, download the True Car mobile app or go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, second, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Yes, and third. Third, it's simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states with True Car you can save time, save money, and never, ever overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. I will finish uh, during the next break. Yes, next break. All right, I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Oh, oh. Drew. He is Young MC. That's this is Loveline, and we'll be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. 98 KUPD Tempe, Phoenix. All right, it is Loveline. Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, Young MC, yeah, yeah. John Legazamo will be here uh, tomorrow night. And uh, then, uh, oh, it's just a, it's a who's who of um, big, big time big, big, celebrity, big, big, big time, uh, yes. celebrities in here on Loveline. Have you seen uh, the uh, commercials or the promos for this movie Spawn? Yes. That's coming out. Uh-huh. Legazamo plays the fat midget guy. I don't know if you've seen it at the theaters uh, yet. I've seen the promos at the theaters. There's like a guy who looks like he's 600 pounds and about five feet tall. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, he's got, you know, more uh, chins than a Chinese phone book. And he's, you know, this wide. And it's John Legazamo wow. who's uh, underneath uh, all of that. The, cool. Uh, spindly uh, Hispanic guy who Drew's never heard of, but... Um, More chins than a Chinese one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not... Uh, they're not all. They're not all keepers. Oh, no. All right, so uh, Young MC is here. Return of the One, one Hit Wonders, one. the name of the CD, out uh, tomorrow. Yes. And uh, when we left off, I was going to explain why the uh, black man's penis only appears larger well, than yeah, the white man's penis. Of course, penis. You're, you're an expert on a black man's penis. So I've, just uh, I've seen I'm many a black man's penis via the porn industry. Oh, de- definitely. And here's my, here's my thought. Okay. Most people, uh, most uh, young folks don't get a chance to see a black man's penis, if, if it's not attached to them, uh, by the way, <laughs> okay. unless uh, it's in a porn movie. This is where most guys see most penises, in, in the porn movies, oh, right? Okay. And uh, the black men in the porn movies uh-huh. usually have uh, larger penises, I have to believe, than the general black populace. Be- because they're discriminated against, essentially. That's right. And they you, are. You, you have to, you know, not only reach the regular quota, but you have to go an inch, two, or three beyond. <laughs> you got to be just, that much just, better. I understand. 
Uh, absolutely. I, I, yeah. Are they going to let some black guy with a small penis into, a for, into you the know, form, you porn know industry? What? That's the thing. There's no such thing as an affirmative action penis. I get it now. You that's know what? Right. I was really... That, that's good. That's So I'm not going to be as proud of my penis from here on in. And, uh, well, you should be proud of it regardless uh, of its size. Thank you. The, and I'm not implying that it's uh, under average. No, I'm just no, saying not, not at all. The myth is perpetuated through the black man in uh -huh. the porn industry. Yes. Not only that, but it's the shading, as you'd mentioned before yeah, yeah, we went into commercial. Yeah, definitely. It's like when, when uh, guys enter uh, bodybuilding competitions, mm -hmm. uh, they always get themselves well tanned. Right. Because it shows off definition. More. Right. So naturally, a black penis would look much larger than an albino penis that was the same size. Oh, take a call. It's fine. <laughs> Whatever the hell. It's fine. Yeah. As long as it don't shrink by the time I get home, I'm straight. I bet young MC's penis is still bigger than both of ours. Huh. Sure. Lynn. Well, see, that's see, enough of my penis shenanigans. Exactly. <laughs> Good Lord. Josh, you're 17. You're on with Young MC. Yeah, how's it going? Good. Good. Yeah, uh, my problem is I, I've had this girlfriend for about a month, and she started telling me that, like, she's, she's been kissing other girls and stuff, and I don't, I don't really think that's cool. I think she's, like, bisexual. That, that kind of bugs me, but I, like, I think she's totally awesome, and I... I like her a lot. I don't want to break up with her. I, why do I know you're not calling from California? Huh? I know you're not calling from L.A., right? Yeah, I'm not calling from L.A. Okay, just checking. Where are you calling because from? Because what? Well, explain that. Huh? Explain that. It, it, well, just... It, it, that... <laughs> no, you got no... Keep answering the question. Because you think that mo a lot of women experiment like that out here. Oh, d most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. I mean, you know, then you get another call, you know, from somebody who's ecstatic that this was happening, but this is a young guy, and, you know, he's taking it from, how I guess, how I would take it at 17 years old. You know, mm -hmm. that, that, it would, that it would just be overwhelming and, and just a lot to hear that your girlfriend is kissing another girl. It really, it doesn't, you know, when people are carrying on with anybody else and you're trying to have a relationship as a, as a young person, it, it's, it's threatening. It's, it's overwhelming. It's a it's, month. Josh. Yeah. How old is she? She's 15. Oh. Wow. And um, she has some issues here. Where are you calling from, by the way? Utah. Okay. And, um... Has she actually been kissing these other people, or has she just been talking about doing it? I haven't seen her do it, but she says, that she tells me about it. She tells me she's been doing it. And what do you think she's trying to provoke in you when she tells you? I mean, why would she tell you that? What do you think she wants your reaction to be? I don't know. Because it seems like uh, people in relationships tell their partners things, yeah, oftentimes... To, el to elicit response, for sure. Right, so... Is she, does she want you to get jealous and, and uh, show her that you love her by uh, throwing, a, throwing a fit? Or do you think she wants to draw you into some sort of threesome? Or does she want to break up? Or does she want to break up and this is her way of uh, saying the, that she's not into the, men? The thing that's getting me is it's a month. I wouldn't understand if it's a year or a couple of years or whatever and you have a track record to go on and we had a really strong, stable relationship and this came up out of nowhere. But it's a month. She, I mean, she, she's still trying to find her boundaries, I think, in this thing. Are you having sex with her, Josh? Not yet. Oh, she's a month in. She's uh, 15. She's, she's, yeah. I, I know. I'm just, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying uh, you guys have barely got your relationship underway, right. and she's off sort of uh, experimenting around town, or well, at least but, talking but about he's it. part of the experimentation. He's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah. just part of the menu. Right. She's had this friend for, like, a long time, and I guess they've been friends forever, and I don't know. I guess she's like experienced with Wait, no, wait a minute. They're just kissing in a... In a you in know a, what? I bet her friend is jealous of you. I bet her friend's a lesbian. Yeah, I, well, her friend, I bet, is jealous of you. Jealous lesbian, the worst kind, Josh. 
huh? threatened by you, really. Yeah. So you're you're yeah. going to take away her, her. Yeah, her buddy. Her love object, even potentially, if she is indeed le- lesbian, uh, from her. Yeah, but see, I told you, I don't want to break up with her or anything. I think she's awesome, but this really bugs me. That. All right. Well, then, Josh, I think you should just tell her exactly what you told us. That it really bugs you. And if the girl can't contain it or can't respect your feelings, it, it's not a relationship. And a good trick to pull in the relationship is like what we were just talking about: is say to people once in a while, uh, once in a while, why are you telling me this? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it that you want to get from me? How do you want me to react? Why do you feel it's necessary to say, uh, if you're a guy, to say to your woman, "Oh boy, look at this one with the uh, jugs and the legs." Uh, what are you trying to get? What are you getting at? Because uh, you. you Otherwise, like we were talking about earlier this evening, you just go round and round and round yeah. arguing about something when you could really get to the crux of it, although most people uh, aren't in touch enough to uh, belly up to that bar. Titch! Yes? You're 18. Hi, I just wanted to say I love the Young MC's music. Got all three of his albums. And Thank you. Really waiting for the next one, you know? Tomorrow. Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Well, and I live in a small hick town, so it might be like next week or something. Okay. Well, yeah, but I'll still get it. No worries. Thanks. Thank you very much. Any concerns or problems or anything tonight? <laughs> You're um, such a giver. I am a giver. This is someone that listens to my music. Well, these, let him kiss your ass a little bit. Just bask in the glory. These, no, these... Hey, you know what? These people are few and far between <laughs> that would have, you know... No, so it, it's all good. I'm I'm happy about that. Oh, Pitch, yeah. uh, what do you like most about uh, Young MC's oh, work? Please, let me have a little fun. Okay, um, his favorite song, my well, my favorite song mm-hmm. is um, more rhymes. Yeah, that was yeah. the flip side of Bust the Move. And yeah. why is that your favorite? Oh, I like the part where he goes, "I got more rhymes than what is seen by a sailor, more than husbands of a." Elizabeth Taylor, my God, he studied my lyrics. This is give us a little more, more rhymes, Stitch. Well, rhymes. St- I, you know what? I don't even know it as well as he knows it. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tone Loke wrote it. Uh, well, thank you. Go into it with you, and then you know, and like, take your place and start singing. Uh. Thank you very much, Tish. That 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 means a lot, man. Ah, no All worries. right, Titch. Appreciate it. Uh, it should be, like I said, in in uh, the rest of uh, Western civilization, it will be out tomorrow. In your town, it could be uh, a couple of weeks, but uh, you'll be able to find it in this day and age. Yeah, you'll be able to. You'll be able to uh, get track hold it of down. it. Justin, sixteen. Uh, yeah. Um, what's going on? Hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been going out with this one girl for like a little bit more than a month. Okay. And, uh, I don't know. It was, like, good when we first started going out, but... What, the first couple of hours? <laughs> no, like, like three or four weeks. Well, it's a little over a month, so you're five weeks in now. Yeah, or, yeah, just about. So what happened last week? <sighs> I don't know. I haven't done anything with her since, like, 4th of July, so... Uh, you mean Damn. nothing nothing physical? No, just, like, kicking back with her. Like, I went camping with her and her parents, you know? Mm-hmm. He hasn't seen her since the fall. Yeah, like, I saw her, but she doesn't, like, do anything with me. I'm like, last week I was like, yeah, I haven't seen you for a while. You want to, like, do something? But she's like, oh, I'm busy. I'm uh, booked up. Okay. Do, are you saying do something in terms of sexually or do something in terms of spend time with you? Yeah, spend time with me because, mm-hmm. like, I just want to, like, do stuff with her because I like to be around her. I don't know if she, like, feels All right, so, but she's not into you, Justin. Yeah? No. No. Well, ask you, her. At, you know, go up to her, ask her. Well, here's, well, but listen, young Here's what's going on. Oh uh, women, uh, especially young women, they yeah. don't come right out and say stuff. 
Yeah, they kind of phase you out. Your actions are, are speak much louder than words. If you have not been with her, and I'm not talking about sex, but you've not seen her uh, basically since the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. And you've only been going out for a month. Well, ask her, she'll say she went out with this guy for three weeks. Ask Justin, he'll say he's been going out with this girl for five weeks. True, okay. It's his girlfriend. It's his girlfriend. Justin, this relationship ended a couple of weeks ago. Was there something, was a straw that broke the camel's back? Was there something that happened? No, well, I saw her today, I mean. I, she, like, came by my house with, like, another guy and this one girl. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, she just, like, has, like, a lot of guy friends, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't really have a car, so I can't go pick her up or nothing, but, like, these guys have cars and stuff. Mm -hmm. and, like, I don't know. I think I, like, kind of see that she's, like, insecure and, like, worried about herself. She, she might like travel, too. Huh? She might like to travel. Yeah, well... But that's all why she... <laughs> That's she why she keeps has, all the guys around? She has low self-esteem, I right. mean, because she always, like, thinks she's fat. And so she keeps stuff. all the guys around to help her prop herself up. Yeah. 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 All right, but, Justin, any way you slice it, it doesn't sound like you're as big a part of her life yeah. as she is uh, of your life. Yeah, I know, like, I've been telling yeah. my... Do you hear that part, Justin? Yeah, I get that. Okay, so it's time for you to possibly move on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What do you think? That's, like, the problem that I have, though, I mean, because I like this girl for, like, so long. All right. No, believe me, we've all had that, Justin. Yes. But here's the deal. You learn this uh, when you get older, too. You cannot will a relationship on another individual. The best way to convince someone of anything is to make them think it's their idea. You know, so if Very you profound. wanted, if you wanted to like her, if you want, you know, her to be so into you and all that, you can't tell her, "I like you, I like you. You should like me. You should like me." You should try and orchestrate the situation in such a way where she's gonna like you. Right. And and the shame of it is Justin, right? Was his, his yes. Name? Yeah. It, the shame of it is also she. He says that she thinks that she's fat, you know, and right. she has the security issues. He can help her deal with those issues, not only emotionally, but the fact is, if she's riding in cars, she don't get no exercise. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she if she's you know if she's like, hey, Justin's like, hey, I don't have a car, take a walk. I mean, drop ten, fifteen, twenty pounds, she'll be happy with you at the end of the day. <laughs> Well, uh, ultimately, she's doing Justin a favor because it sounds to me like uh, he may be a bigger handful than uh, yeah. Justin is capable of carrying at this point, especially with no car. Uh, QJ. Hi, uh, Adam. Hey, you're 20. You're on with young MC. Hello, young MC. Hello. I have a question for Dr. Drew. Yes, sir. Um, I'm wondering, I've heard that uh, alcohol enemas, that if you uh, have an enema with alcohol, that you can get drunk really fast on a really low amount of alcohol. Yeah. And I was wondering if that was dangerous. Uh, you know, I'd ra I'd rather just pop an ex uh, for the extra two bucks and get a few more forty ounces uh, <laughs> than actually put a hose in my ass. What's wrong with you, Adam? Uh, that's just that's just me. Especially, it's very embarrassing when you're at a bar, for instance, oh. and the guy's actually dumping uh, you know margaritas and whatnot into the funnel that's attached exactly. to your ass. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you got a beer bong as it is. <laughs> you know, a beer I'm bong saying. in your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, that could be the name of your next uh, right. rap song too. Beer uh, bong in your yeah. ass. Yeah, that is an area that is highly absorptive, and certainly alcohol is absorbed through the rectum. But uh, you got to understand something. Uh, if you really can't control how m big a dose or what you're getting that way, and you can overdose yourself very easily. That's oh, you not, not, not to mention what it would do to the hamster. <laughs> That's one concern I have. The hamster uh, come out wearing a lampshade. The other thing is, <laughs> exactly. is, is why. I mean, why do that? Well, I mean, I've just I've heard that that you can get drunk really fast off of it. Yeah, but here and and, and, and that's your quest in life. Yeah, but, you know, no, 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 not at all. Okay, but the, the, the speed with which the alcohol uh, levels rise in your brain determine the potential toxicity as well. All right, but so let me, let me say this, Drew. So here's what could p potentially happen. 
you could put the uh, beer bong uh, beer bong in your butt. There you go. And you could take a uh, fifth of Everclear, yep. uh, you know, uh, 120 proof, and just dump it as fast as it would come out of the bottle into the beer bong and uh, up the bung, right? Mm -hmm. And your body would absorb all of that. Yeah. Not all of it. Well, there, there's the, the some of it. I mean, a lot. But in fact, the point is, you you would then um, pass out and stop breathing, and that would be that. Right? Would you vomit at that point? Uh, not not as likely as uh, if we're in your stomach. Right now, if you on the other hand, if you took you that would, same fifth of Everclear and just started chugging it, your uh, reflex vomit action would probably yeah, kick but in. Yeah, you, but your bowels would probably, you know. Do you think your bowels would expel? That's, uh, what, that's what enemas do. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that you you can hold that people hold it, and they hold it and absorbs. Yeah. You can hold it long enough to absorb. Oh, you ever had an enema, young MC? Oh no. Oh yes, you have. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have an enema? Huh? Just to check it out? No, you know what it is? It's a bodybuilding thing. Actually, a lot of those bodybuilders, because I was in really good shape, and a lot of those bodybuilders do it to, to they, they, cleanse. They, they do it. They do a cleanse beforehand to get the intestines and all those things as, as small as possible and as cleaned out as possible. Listen to him backpedaling. So you can no, so you can rip yourself up. <laughs> so uh, what would you what would you use? Would you like coffee or something or no, uh, coffee? No, they I don't know what the hell you use. Tap what do you use? You, no fleets. No, you use fleets exactly. The doctor knows. What is that? Oh, so you, yeah, but I'm saying is you're not giving yourself an enema like with some sort of supplement or something. No. You're giving yourself an enema just to clear out uh, yeah. the system. Right. He exactly. So your abdomen doesn't protrude at all. Exactly. It, oh, it, for it, Christ's it, sake, like you don't look good enough. The the most the most embarrassing day I ever had was when I went into the drugstore and bought like condoms and enemas in the same day. I thought that was I was like, hey man, that's young MC. <laughs> <laughs> don't I know you? You do rap music, don't you? No. <laughs> I haul garbage for a living. <laughs> so, uh, how, uh, how, uh, how long does it take now once you give yourself Oh, my animal? God. Come on. It, oh, no, please. Well, the fleets, doctor would know. Fleets, you can just let go in and come out. Yeah. Uh, and then what they're trying to do is just evacuate what's down there. But, exactly. But normally, you put like a tap water or something, you put it in and hold it. And because um, yeah, they, 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 how much can you take? How much is well, it? Depends. About half this bottle right here. Look, a, oh, look, that's a, not look, much. A, look, a barium enema, which is an X-ray where you you put barium into the colon, fills the entire colon. Yeah. How much does entire colon uh, hold? It's nine feet, probably uh, probably yay diameter. Oh, like I'm going to work this math out, uh, Drew. Go. What do you think? Can't you look that up? Holds about a gallon. So you could have held more than uh, half that uh, crystal guy. Yeah, but they're bottle. just trying to clear out the bottom. No, part. you're just trying to clear out the okay. bottom. You know, you know, you're not. I understand. Anything, you know, How often did you do that? I'm trying to get drunk. Is that? Uh, did you? Did Bodybuilders do it right before a show. I did it right before. Like I'd, I'd have to do something where I'd show, you know, show my body off or whatever. Like you're doing like a video or something. Something like that, yeah. Uh huh. Or before you're like uh, on a first date or something no, like no, that. No, no. All right, but it's not a gay thing at all. No, I, oh, okay. I would think not. <laughs> oh, God, you're well, just ruining it. You're your putting something in your butt. That's, uh, that's all I know. Oh, this is wonderful. All right. Uh, listen, I've uh, I pressed the butt up against the uh, uh, outro jet of a jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah, that. hey, why isn't that in the bio? Uh, screw all this, uh, oh screw all God, this economics like, okay. major crap. Let's damage get to the control, fun stuff. Damage control. Publicist, damage control. Damage control. Now, listen. If it, if it, if it, He's in my rectum. <laughs> He's in my colon. Damage control. Damage control. Uh, Adrian. Hi. Um, I was calling <laughs> with my boyfriend, and like when we first started going out, he was always, always kicking it with his ex-girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And like I told him that that bothered me or whatever, 
And now my um, older brother just started working for him. Mm-hmm. And now, like, they're, like, uh, like he's over at his house right now kicking it with him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't... How old is this guy? 16. Okay. And how old are you? 15. And how's the ex-girlfriend? Um, 16. Okay. All right, I'm I'm uh, I'm still my anonymous. What's going on here? See, well, you don't like the way he's hanging out with those other people away from you. Yeah, and I mean, he's not really. He doesn't hang out with his ex girlfriend. And even before, I'd be like, oh yeah, well, why are you always with her or whatever? And he'd be like, oh well, we're just friends. How long have you known him? Um, going out with him? About four months. Do you have any reason not to trust him? No. Well, but it sounds like he's not paying much attention to or caring very much about Adrian's feelings. Yeah, and, and you know, he just goes on, does what he does, and uh, she's left behind feeling crappy. Uh huh. And like the other problem that I had is, we both have pagers, and he is constantly paging me with voicemail, and it's like he'll leave me messages through my voicemail and just page me back and tell me the answer. He can never call my house and talk to me. Why? I I don't know. And like this other night, I. Paged him. I'm like, oh, Jason, you know what? This is the last time I'm ever, ever paging you. So if you want to talk to me, you could call my house. You know my number. Just call me, whatever. He did not call me at all that night. The next day he paged me. Yeah, mm-hmm. paged me and let me know what's up. And I haven't paged him. And so. Uh, this guy's an asshole. Thank yeah, you, Drew. He, he, will not, he will not call my house. I don't, and he says it's because he doesn't like talking on the phone. But I don't see why that's a reason for him Do to it, just it's, page No, it's not. All right. Uh, listen, we, we can't. He's hiding something. Exactly. It's like it's 1997. You would think he'd be accustomed to this phone <laughs> thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and listen, uh, ladies. We can't really uh, be everyone's compass because we don't know exactly what's going on in the relationship. But everyone has to start learning to trust their instincts and their judgment. I know the problem with the society is we got a lot of young people growing up that uh, don't have good instincts and don't have good judgment. But you, at some point in life, that's really all you have. It's it's whether it, it works in job interviews, it works in relationships, it works all over your life. Eventually, you have to start saying, uh, I don't want to be with this person because I don't feel they're treating me right. Uh, not because this guy said I didn't or I read a book that said I shouldn't or his friend or my friend. Eventually, especially as a young lady, because you're going to be doing a lot of dating, uh, you're only 15, you're going to be hooked up with lots of screwed up guys in your uh, lifetime before you settle Finally, with the screwed-up guy, about 25, and then the divorce comes at 27. But you're going to have to use your judgment. And I'd just uh, like to uh, empower everyone to do that. If you don't like the way this guy's treating you, if you feel like he's dissing you, if you feel like you're not getting the respect that you deserve, then that's enough. That's good enough. Maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. But just uh, go with it. It's you. You don't think you're being treated right. Am I right, Drew? You're right. Am I right, MC? Oh, very much so. Thank you. We'll be back to talk more enemas uh, with the anima expert. Oh, and rapper, young MC. Hey, Dr. Drew. Yeah, Mike. I pretty much, uh, look, I never bought anything online in my life until I met my wife. Oh, and, seriously? Uh, now all I do is go to Amazon. Uh, yeah, I buy pretty much everything on Amazon. And if you want to support somebody that has an affiliate relationship with, with Amazon, you go to their website, you click through the Amazon banner, and at zero cost to you, Amazon shares some of the purchase price with the affiliate. Why are for- you being so nice about it and saying somebody with an affiliate relationship? You're right, Mike. 
I should be more specific. Forget an affiliate, some vague affiliate. Let's go to podcast one where you can find the Loveline podcast, the Loveline page. Bookmark that page and just click through on the Amazon banner located at the top of the homepage. You can even use the Amazon banner if you're in Canada or the UK. It makes it easy for all future purchases. Again, it is podcastone.com. Click on the Keep It Free banner to support Amazon and all the wonderful sponsors that make the show possible. Hey, hey, it's uh, more Loveline. Adam Carolla, Dr. Drew, and Young MC oh, here tonight having a having a wonderful time. Oh, it's static. It's a fun show, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, very much so. Good. We uh, thank you for coming out. Return of the One Hit Wonder is the name of the CD. Um, what? Uh, we're going to play another song off of that. I, I did want to promise to tell my enema story, though, yeah, uh, before we uh, yeah. got there. Uh, Jesus, it's so scary. Uh, some of the things uh, me and my cohorts have done over the years, and I always oh no, this is another one of these stories. Uh. <laughs> oh, for oh the humanity. <laughs> oh the horror. No, no, he's got a group right. of friends. Uh, please, Drew. Okay, let me tell it, please. Okay. Um, one of them discovered. Uh, we used to go to a uh, pretty popular club, a uh, country club, up uh, up in the. Uh, Hollywood Hills uh, at night after closing. Uh, and this is during high school. We discovered that if we uh, hiked up a hill and hopped a fence, mm-hmm. we basically had an entire country club at our disposal. Yes. And every uh, during the whole summer, we'd go out and we'd party. And then when the party ended about two in the morning, we would uh, go up there with the same group of five, six guys, as much uh, beer as uh, we had money for and as many uh, women as we could uh, wrangle from the party to go up there. And have some uh, late-night uh, shenanigans, a little skinny dipping in the pool, uh, then off to the jacuzzi and, uh, you know, chicken fights and all that kind of stuff. It was a pretty regular thing. Uh, one of my friends uh, discovered that uh, if he put his ass up against a jacuzzi jet, uh, that he could fill himself up with water and then uh, hop out and uh, squirt it about oh. 20 feet <laughs> across, uh, oh across the pool. Uh, oh and, and let me now. And, and then now, you were like, Dad, stop. <laughs> and there's things that will come out with that. Uh, yes, a man's pride will come out with that, yes, as well definitely. as some fecal matter. But uh, uh, you guys will test. Drew is a doctor, and uh, a young MC is a, uh, is a fellow enamorer. That uh, the bowels have incredible strength. Oh, immense! So uh, you you don't know how strong that uh, did, did contraction you, of the bowel is. Did you guys have distance distance contests? No. It Stand went, on a line and just on no. the market set. We never actually were able to calibrate anything for, <laughs> because there was always a heavy fear factor <laughs> going on. Uh, no one was going to bend down and uh, hold the tape to the ground for fear that. Some horrible atrocity may be committed uh, on them. Pull! But the point is, is, uh, and I'm not, I'm not recommending any of the kids across the country listening try this, but uh, rest assured, uh, you can't squirt water 18, 20 feet out of your ass. Uh, you absolutely can. Right. True? Am I right? right? Anyone uh, within the sound of our voice, uh, y- y- he's kidding. <laughs> you, you can't do this. Don't do it. Pull! Drew. All right, let's just say you... I just don't want to give anybody an idea. Nobody should be experimenting like this. And and, 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 and don't light your farts either. Oh, Oh, that's the least of my worries. I have years of that. But the point is, Drew, is as a doctor, you will attest to the incredible strength. strength. Incredible strength. And uh, you think you can spit water out of your mouth. You think you may be able to urinate some distance. Uh, Try shooting something out of your ass. 
I'm I'm sure if you could uh, get a uh, tennis ball in there or something, it'd go at least a hundred feet. There you go. All what, right. What? <laughs> what? What are you supposed to do, Drew? Everyone's doing it. What do you What are you supposed to oh, do? Oh, you. Yes, I, I, I really didn't even accept. I, I didn't even. I'm having trouble grasping this. You did this too? Well, sure. It was survival of the fittest up there. How many guys were doing this? Oh, you know, it was a pretty elite uh, group, a handful, maybe six or eight. We're six or eight guys enemizing <laughs> themselves and then he firing said, the contents into the pool. <laughs> Not it's an enemizing. Is there a word? Is such a word? You learn new things every day. Well, uh, Drew's, Drew's nickname in high like, school was the Animizer. He's, he's describing it like it's the Navy SEALs as it was an elite team that went underwater and, and, and put mean, their rectums I, over the jet I, I and turned the jacuzzi to, on. I, Bravo, I, Patrol. I'm having trouble actually grasping that we're talking about something that six guys did. Oh, yes. No, but and, you know what's funny? The, wait, no, wait, they, no, wait. They climbed a hill and jumped a fence to get the to opportunity do to do this. To fire their bowel content. <laughs> <laughs> into the pool? Is that what we're talking about? It wasn't always into the pool. It was, you know. What, did, did you listen to Hit Me With Your Best Shot yeah, as you were doing this? swim in that pool the next day? I mean, uh, think no, about this. Right, none of us are marksmen, Drew. Please. It's like disgust yourselves? All right. It's like when you go out and celebrate <laughs> for the 4th of July the, and you shoot a couple rounds up over your head. You don't know where it's going to land. Talk about the oral fecal contamination. Yeah, no doubt. Cry it out loud. All right, Drew. I just thought it was something. I thought it was a rite of passage. You didn't do this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. How many times? Let's just go to the song. How many times? Uh, let's, I'll tell you during the break. We'll How go to the times? song. It's, I, just, it's amazing. I can't remember. Yeah, I, it was a long believe, time ago. I, I can't believe we've done this show for a year and a half, and this is a story I've not yet heard. Young MC, you know, uh, once in a while when you filled yourself up uh, with a bodybuilding you know, you know, enema, you know, that it's, it's straight a little bit. Oh you didn't always God. go right back down into the toilet, no, did you? No, I was able to control it. I'm not that popping my ass in a jacuzzi jet. <laughs> but the one thing I do want to say. Well, we're not all rich rappers over here yeah, with but, an entourage. An, an, an entourage. Oh, yeah, an entourage. I got two women with me, and I don't sleep with either one of them. I got an entourage. All right. Uh, give me a break. But, I, you know, I'm a rapper. I want, I want to get my stuff played on the radio. But I, it's like I feel indifferent about getting it played after such a story. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you don't want to associate it with this. Enema story. And now. And now. Before I got to hear this part of the story. Wait a minute. I'm, I'm totally uh, intrigued by the behavior of the young male. Navy SEAL. Um, <clears throat> how did the, the initial perpetrator mm -hmm. uh, describe how that series of events came to pass? Well, it's like he, asking. He, he took his pants off. Well, he it's backed up to the jet. I thought, oh, this is interesting. Let me show you guys something. He, no, he, you know what? You know what? He was a bachelor, so he's thinking, oh, I don't have to shower too good tomorrow morning. You know, if it's shooting up here, it cleans me out nice and good. I don't have to worry about anything Tell tomorrow morning. Yeah, isn't that the uh, what is, happened? Isn't that the ultimate in hygiene, though, Drew? That, what that's, happened? that's the thing. And then he got a seal. He got the airlock. Bad. And that's that's <laughs> that's when it kind of threw him down. Well, first off, Drew, it's hard to chronicle these things. It's like saying uh, who ate the, the who ate the first lobster. How, yeah, you know, it, how, who figured that one out? Some it, somewhere there was a will, there was a way. I. I Remember the guy's name. I'll not say it over the air. Right? You could probably. No, it was not the Wheeze. Uh, it was your, your uh, Ray. Was Ray. Uh, all right, uh, I'm not saying anything. But the point is, is he figured out that he could do this. And right. as soon as he figured it out, well, Ooh, why naturally. All right, well, I'll see uh, if, uh, if uh, he, 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 he now uses a bag. 
He's a passing boy. The well, judge yeah, you know, no it, doubt. It wasn't for vanity, like what you did. This was oh, just no, no, the, yeah, yeah, this is just, this is just, oh, yeah, Self-defense and good, uh, good right. dirty oh, fun. Song. Get oh. away from me. All right, uh, Return of the One Hit Wonders, the name of the MC. Oh, God. <laughs> the name of the CD by uh, Young MC. <laughs> and uh, Speaking of bowel contents, here's the next song. It's like, please. Mr. Right Now. Mr. Right Now off of uh, Return of the One Hit Wonder. Yeah. Young MC showing his musical versatility. Definitely. Not uh, just a rapper anymore. Yeah, that's a great song. Thank you, man. Wow. Uh, who do you... Uh, uh, we're running late for break, but uh, why don't you tell me for... Who do you like uh, out of the rap genre? Oh, man, I like I like a whole bunch of stuff. Um Gosh, in terms of what you, in terms of what a lot of these rock stations would play, right. um, it's hard to say. I mean, basically, basically all all the records that that um, that people hear all the time, I, I get into. You know, so everything from Stone Te Stone Temple Pilots to, um, you know, I mean, Pearl Jam, Sublime, Green Day, that, right. that kind of stuff. I mean, it really runs a gamut. I like Rage a lot. Obviously, Rage Against the Machine. Um, you Which know that. Uh song uh, had uh, seemed like uh, certain elements of it in there well, well if somebody raps over a rock beat oh it's like it's rage it's rage and, and you know i mean it's a style of music you know? right you know I, I love those guys i love listening to those guys so so you know um it just a, uh, really runs a gamut for me i just but it's kind of must be nice to be able to uh make whatever kind of music you like as opposed to uh some people that uh are a little more limited well, I think it's all in the mind. I, I, I don't think I, I expose much more talent on this than I would expose on other records. It's just being open rather than saying, oh, my God, it's got a guitar in it. I'm going to lose my fan base or something like that. I'm, I'm more interested in kind of making the best music I can, and I thought it would be interesting to get together with a rock band and make a, make a cut. And let me ask you this. Do you think, because uh, I, I would make the argument with bands like you know Rage Against the Machine, uh, maybe 311, and uh, some other bands like that, mm -hmm. that it's no longer uh, so clearly defined. You're either into rap or you're into rock. I oh, mean, yeah. it's like it's, it's not as clearly defined. Because like it, back in the day, it was like uh, either you're listening to uh, Grandmaster Flash or you're listening uh, to Molly Hatchet. But there wasn't okay. really. Uh, but uh, now it's like everything is crossed over. Yeah, it, there's a, there's a lot of you know there's a there's a lot of intertwining with it. Right. All right. Uh, we got to go to break. Yes. Um, I'm gonna uh, let Drew explore my rectum, and yeah. uh, when we come back, oh, it'll be. Oh, thank God, I didn't, I didn't help him. That problem <laughs> did happen. Thank you, Drew. We'll, we'll get into that uh, when we come back. Bye. Eric and Bud from Sublime on Love Line with. Adam Carolla and, and Dr. Dre. Were those guys from Sublime? Yeah. yeah. Boy, they were drunk by then. <laughs> were they uh, drinking in here with you? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Orally, right? 
Not yeah, yeah no, no animus. Nothing. Now, else. Not, now he not, made a comment to me out there. <laughs> what did you say? Now, if 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 peeing on each other was a five, mm-hmm. then what was flinging poo? That was like a nine on each other. Or well, yeah. Now, why did yeah? It, it, I what occurred to me? I thought, why did you guys like finally resort to torture? Or cutting off digits or something. I mean, because really, you really were getting there. Oh, well, listen, my friends, uh, I've had my friends on more than one occasion while we're sitting. You know what? Cutting off digits, you have to explain to your parents. Uh, You know, you could shoot shoot poo Uh, and have no evidence of it except, you know, oh, I I ran through a sprinkler and that's why my pants are wet. Uh, Okay. And and it it, it strikes me. You could have hung with us, uh, young MC. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, you learn learn what what it is to get over. It strikes me strangely when you call those people your friends. Well... Uh, anyone who uh, who has been young, except for, see, Drew went to a certain special school. What was it? The uh, Little Lord Fauntleroy School for um, Hemophiliacs, or what, what? What was the other one? Well, I'm missing a title here. The Little Lord Fauntleroy School for um, what was it? Hemophiliacs. No, I, I, I know, but I can't remember. What the hell was it? Uh, Hypochondriac uh, hemophiliacs. We'll have to go up with oh. a new one. I got to write down. Sorry, we're boring uh, our guests. But the point is, is you you grew up a bu- with a bunch of guys who wore like ascots and stuff. I grew up in North Hollywood. We had to make our own fun. We didn't have pong and all these other uh, newfangled <laughs> <laughs> space invaders or where the hell you were playing. We didn't study. We had to make our own fun. We didn't have any money. Uh, this was a cheap way to have a good time. That's there, all. There are people on the phone with problems. There we go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Alan, 25. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, I'm 25. I'm in grad school. Uh, I feel like my life's together, but I have a problem with a wandering eye. <laughs> uh, was albino hemophiliacs, by the way? Uh, that was a school. Okay, the, they, they're still talking amongst themselves. <laughs> yeah, go so, ahead. Take so it. You, have, you have a wandering eye. Are you, are you in a relationship? Well, I have... A guy that I see that who's great, but I still... You're not in love with him? No. No. All right. You want to have a love relationship. And this you, you would have that with him if he were the right guy. Yeah, but I just feel like I'm not satisfied with anyone. Like, I meet, I continually meet lots of people. Have you ever been in a relationship? Um, one time. What happened with that? Uh, I broke it off. It was getting too serious. Uh-huh. Talking about marriage. Uh-huh. And How old were you? How oh, dare uh, he? I think I, I think it was like 24. I think it was a year ago. Hey, you want to gamble? I feel some gambling coming on here. I get that sense there, yeah. Yeah. Alan? Yeah. We're going to gamble on you. Okay. All right, hold on a second. Uh, okay. Where the hell's my wallet? Do you have any money? you have a dollar? Not a single, no. I'm, I'm reaching uh, toward my backside just to get the wallet. I'm moving very slowly. Could we get um, some of your uh, wranglers to come in here and perhaps uh, give us a dollar? Do you, you guys have a dollar for... Uh... Yeah, they're looking around. All right, because it's no fun game. Uh-oh. Oh, come on. <laughs> what, what, what? You won a buck for me last night. I did. What I do with it? Okay, here it is. This is Drew's buck from uh, last night. All right, here's what we're going to do. We'll get, a, we'll get a buck in here for, uh, for you. you. I, I only have, I have a 20 in here. Uh, Ellen cannot have a uh, intimate relationship. She yes. she had one that got close. She got freaked out by the intimacy and ended the relationship. Mm-hmm. She gets with guys that she recognizes as good guys, but immediately starts wandering. And I'm uh, at least her eye does. And I'm guessing it's because she cannot get close uh, with another man. It's too painful, too scary for her. So what we're gambling on is what her past was like. What kind of environment did she grow up in that's not going to uh, let her get involved this way 
as an adult in an intimate relationship. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, since uh, you've not gambled before, I'll go first, and you'll uh, you'll get the you'll get the drift. I'm saying that uh, she was uh, horribly disappointed and uh, let down by her father, who was uh, absent, taken away, possibly uh, died at some point. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm going to go with just uh, took off early and uh, was out of the picture, broke things off with mom and took off and was not uh, part of her childhood. Thank you, Dion. What do you think, Drew? <laughs> you you want to go ahead? No, you no you you go next because I don't have a clear. That's a psych- no. psychic friends. Psychic uh, friends have already kicked in there a bit. I have to explain that humor to Drew. All right, uh, now what do you think? Uh, no, Drew next. All right. Um, <clears throat> oh jeez. Oh please, Drew. It's a buck. Let's go. I, I just don't have a clear sense of this. I, I I would say on the order of a. All right. Uh, families together. We'll go to this one of the things where she perceives it. Uh, it's the uh, Ozzie and Harriet, Ozzie and Harriet family. All right, and so she thinks her family was I mean, great. It's an over enmeshed, uh, hostile family in reality. So. Over involved family. Yeah. All right, young MC. I'm gonna say that um, she is of the mindset, like how we were talking about the grass being greener. Mm-hmm. She's she's of the mindset that no man would be good enough to satisfy uh, yeah. almost like no man would be good enough to satisfy a family yeah, that's sort of what, what the, the, the f- kinds of families that create those kinds <coughs> of children are sort of the enmeshed uh, over idealized families do you think okay. she over idealizes her dad um not her dad not her dad i would i would venture to say that things have gone so well in other aspects of her life at least she feels that way that if there's any hint of a problem with a guy she pretty much doesn't want it to go on. She does. She will run for the hills, whatever. So no guy would be good enough. Okay, well, we'll go with that. Uh, I, we'll uh, we'll we'll decide. Uh, it's not my book. I could I, I could really care less. But but <laughs> no no man could be good well, enough. I'm trying to help this one. You're playing for pride. Yeah, Ellen and penis. Wow, you guys are good. All right, what's going on there, Ellen? Um, well, my family's fine. They're uh-uh. together. Uh-uh. Yeah. And maybe they are the over-idealized. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I pick up on. Do you have that thing that uh, young MC was saying, where you don't feel uh, that uh, any man is good enough for you to bring home? Well, yeah, I do. But then I sort of get there's some there's someone else that seems better. What yeah. kind of what kind of family? So mom and dad are still together. Yeah. No, perfect family. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. And they're perfect family, except for you'd like to kill both of them in their sleep. Exactly. There you go. Okay. Uh, I got to give a buck back to uh, Young well, MC for, for Well, that. one of those is Scott's. So. <laughs> All right. Well, you can give that. Uh, the, oh, that he has two bucks. I get a buck. Well, that, yeah, that but he, he really called that one. Okay. Oh, over, fine, fine. Okay. Fine. Over idealized family that she uh, resents. Okay. You were pretty, you sort of had the symptom, but uh, Drew had the cause of the problem. He works every goddamn night. That's why right. he right. Right. don't get tested. All right, Marvin. Here, here you go. No, no, it's all right. It's uh, just take, a buck. Take the damn money. <laughs> Choke on it, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, Drew, give him that other buck. No, no, no. He can, no, he can get his buck he back. I'm just taking back. yours, Adam. I'm all taking right. yours. Take it, and uh, and uh, I hope you buy like some rancid Tic Tacs with it. Show your uh, your uh, rooster tail yeah, exactly. shenanigans. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right, Alan. What I wh- I hope. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm just nervous that I'll I'll pass someone up that was. Well, you're gonna have trouble finding somebody. <laughs> you're gonna have you're gonna have trouble assessing uh, yourself and another person in a relationship. You're gonna find all kinds of excuses for not becoming intimate and for. 
people not being perfect. Uh, you you need to take take a good hard look at what your genuine feelings are and who you really are and how you really behave and who you are in a relationship. And uh, d and you've got to get some distance from that family, which is uh, invaded every aspect of who you are, and you have to individuate from that and become Ellen and become Ellen in a relationship, and if you can do that, you'll have relationships. If you can't, you'll have therapy. There you go. Right. Um, we have time for one more quick call. Thomas, 24. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good. Um, uh, my problem is that I've, for about the past year, I've been um, seeing a prostitute. Like, um, she's been my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Are, are you paying her? No, not anymore. Okay. Um, his girlfriend. After okay. about uh, <laughs> after about I don't know five months, I guess, of seeing her, um, around four or five months, I guess, she stopped. Um, she quit being a prostitute. And uh, yeah, that's nice. Hmm. Okay. Do you have a good job? Me? Yes. Yeah, I've got a fairly decent job. Pimping. Pardon? No, not. Oh God, here we go. I'm trying to. I'm trying to help. I understand. You, and you, do you live with this woman now? Do I live with her? You, yeah. Oh, no. You're just girlfriend. Um, just well, girlfriend. right now, actually, the relationship's on its, kind of its last leg. Why? Well, um, well, first of all, we kind of started off, I was a customer, and um, she kind of mentioned to me, you know, as I was, you know, during the night or whatever, that um, she got together sometimes with people just to have straight up sex. And I and I kind of just said me me me, and she said oh, anyway we hooked up and so that's what we started doing, and it quickly kind of turned into a thing where we were hang spent a lot of time together. All right, what can we do to help you? Um, well, I don't know how to. I know that we both pretty much know it's ending. Uh -huh. Like we stopped having sex for months now, yeah. and but we just spend time together, and I don't know how to stop. Um, caring about her so much you know I know that you can care about her as a friend I think the sex has become such a big issue with all the money things going on I think you could still no. care about her as a friend no the money all that the money that's way back the sex oh. the money that's way back but but but, but, but the, the fact point, that she has sex for money, money exactly is an issue yeah you can you can be friends you know the whole thing that makes her you know the whole undesirable traits of her being a prostitute and having sex for money has no involvement in his relationship no, no. At this point, not anymore. Not well, not anymore. My my point being, he could he could still um, he he could start a new relationship, a new intimate relationship with someone else or something like that, and still have this person as a friend. I would think. Hey, I mean, it would be very difficult. I mean, I know if I was dating a prostitute, if she was starting to get jealous, it's like, hey, you know, pot calling kettle black here. Right, and it certainly uh, true. Thank you for pushing that button. We're w way out of time, but. It can be done if she agrees that she likes you as just a friend and you agree that you like her as just they're, a friend and that's up. where it's gone. Yeah, yeah, you can maintain it. If Thomas she is, is still pining for you, it ain't no, going to work. that's not happening. Thomas is a fixer. He was going to rescue her, save her, put her back together so he could be perfect for her. Something happened to Thomas along the way. We don't have time to find out what it was, but that's what that's about. All right. We've got to go to break. Meanwhile, as the faceless...
All right, uh, the end of another evening. John Legazamo will be in here uh, tomorrow night. Uh, Young MC, the name of the CD, Return of the One Hit Wonder, out tomorrow, kiddies. Yes. So uh, unless uh, you're living in parts unknown, uh, go out and uh, get hold of this CD. Also, uh, if you're living in the uh, Los Angeles area or uh, you're willing to drive, you can come out and uh, see Young, Young MC tomorrow at the Universal City Walk. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program.